Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to a very special episode of Pixel Hunt. It's our last episode of this semester slash season. It's also Hello. special because a good chunk of the cast has been taken by the swarm. Well, that's true. Uh, hello, ladies and gentlemen. Pleasure to see you all again. Welcome to Pixel Hunt, a show about all things video game and video game related. Uh, my name is Malcolm Cano, and I'm your host. And joining me in the studio, unfortunately, well, not unfortunately, fortunately, not everyone succumbed. And we have at least some healthy people in the studio, for which I am very grateful. Joining me is co-host, newly minted co-host, Tyler Durr. That was a nice Freudian slip you That's had right. there. Ouch. Yep, sorry. And every episode is a special episode here at Pixel Hunt. That's right. Oh, that's sweet. And joining us is... Soon to be a co-host. Oh, boy. Aspiring co-host. Oh, I'm Co-host excited. in training. Yeah, Mr. Gates Daniel. That's me. Thank you, boys, for coming on the show. I appreciate it. Also, uh, Jim, Mike, if you are listening, which I know you are not... Uh, we sincerely, we reach out to you and we hope you're, uh, you feel better. Um, I, uh, you know, I hope your body can cut it and, you know, fight back that infection or bacteria. So we'll see. Ditto. Ditto indeed. It'd, it'd be awfully spooky if, uh, if a co-host ended up passing. Thankfully, we don't live in the 1800s, so there's a chance. It's good. Yeah. We're going to start... At least this episode, as we do with almost as we do almost every other episode, with some of the new releases. We got Just Cause 4 that released on December 4th. We got Persona 3 Dancing in Moonlight on December 4th as well. Persona 5 Dancing in Starlight on the PS4 and Vita, also Ooh. on December 4th. Super Smash Bros. Ultimate is dropping on the Switch on December 7th. Holla! Let's go! Yes. Uh, and start blaring. Quite big excitement. Big excitement. In fact, hey, Tyler. Hmm. Oh, oh, big excitement. You know how big the excitement is? Pretty big. Ah! (laughs) And, of course. (laughs) Yes. Yes. That's right. You were wondering when I was going to bring it back. And I'm wondering why you haven't been using that this whole time. Exactly. It's sparingly. It's, It's just enough to whet the appetite a little bit. And then you you give them, have them begging for more boom cougar. And then you yeah, just put wait. in a little boom cougar. Rule of threes. That's right. So uh, only the same. in the future, if you become a radio DJ, go with boom cougar all the time. Yes. So DJ we have boom Earth cougar. Defense Force coming out on uh, December 11th on the PS or Earth Force Five, excuse me, coming out on the PS4 on December 11th. Uh, and we've also got Insurgency Sandstorm coming to, to the PC on December 12th. Um, and that should just about cover it. We are going to be away for a while, so we're just going to, I'm going to extend this one and just say like, hey, here's some stuff that's coming in January. Uh, Mario and Luigi, Bowser's Inst- Inside Stories coming to the 3DS on January 11th. New Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe is coming to the Switch on January 11th. Ta- Tales of Vesperia Definitive Edition, uh, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC on January 11th. And Onimusha Warlords coming at you on the PS4, Xbox One, Switch, PC on January 15th. Um, Ace Combat 7, Skies Unknown, which seems kind of weird. Uh, Resident Evil 2 is coming. Oh, it's it's coming on uh, January 25th to the PS4, Xbox One, and PC. And I'm so excited. 
So excited. I'm so gosh darn excited. It seems like a great time. Uh, the over-the-shoulder third person looks great, and it's just like dripping with all that beautiful graphical fidelity that we saw in Resident Evil 7. Oh, it looks so cool, and the liquors are spooky, and Mr. X has a fedora that you can shoot off, which is great. The the spooky big hulking guy who follows you around the police station wears a little fedora. And if you knock it off, he'll show up in another part with the fedora back on. Which means that he went back, picked up his fedora, and came back after you. Or he has a whole closet full of identical fedoras. Or he just, yeah, he just keeps fedoras on him. I want to know what the fedora situation with Mr. X is. He's got a fedora briefcase. Thank you, thank you, Resident Evil, for providing us with this beautiful, this chance. Thank you. We we appreciate it. It's beautiful. I love it. Um, and so, at least for so for this final episode, I wanted to do a couple of things, a few retrospectives, uh, since you're this is going to have to hold you guys over for a little bit of time. Uh, and I thought we might begin with the recent controversy, uh, as we've hit on before, but we'll just tap on it again for good luck. Uh, the Bethesda Fallout 76 critical and financial controversies, including, but not limited to, uh, a duffel bag that was meant to be canvas, but wasn't, and when people pointed this out, that it was just a nylon bag instead of a $200 canvas bag that people paid, well, people paid $200 for the canvas bag, a helmet, and the game for a collector's edition, um, and when they didn't get that, people were, rightfully so, a little peeved, just a bit, uh, and then... Fallout was like, or Bethesda was like, hey, we feel you guys, so we're just going to give you some in-game currency, which doesn't cost Bethesda anything because it's made up in-game currency, so it's not like they're actually giving money away. It's also not even enough in-game currency to buy an in-game canvas bag. Correct. Also, by taking that currency, you void your rights away to go ahead and get a refund. So, uh, yeah, it's it's not a good time. Everybody's upset, and this also has culminated and has compounded the fact that the user score is currently sitting at a comfortable 2.7 on Metacritic. <laughs> it's bad. It's a real bad time. Sounds you like know, I dodged a bullet. It's Tyler, do you, do you remember those those blissful days of our youth when it was announced and we were we were excited just country roads who would and be, up. Yeah, playing it back to back, you know, just planning, you know, I want to be in your party, we're going to be raiders, we're going to we're going to ruin some kids day and you know I'm really Really glad that I just have no money. Yeah, I'm really glad that I like looked before I left, and then was like, "Oh, people don't like it. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna just step back from this." Agreed. Yeah, missed this fallout. Yeah. Oh, did you avoid the fallout? I certainly did. It's a good rule of thumb in general. Didn't there was the there was a user made Fallout mod that came out though recently? I wouldn't be surprised if that was better. Uh, I can look into it. I forget yeah. the exact name, but let me see. As, as it seems. The mods seem to know the the engine a lot better than the devs. Yes. That's usually how it goes because fans actually have a passion and they want to create, you know, for the sake of creating right. where well, devs have a deadline, they have money. Well, they all, I mean, yeah. it's not always well, they true. also have a deadline. Where th- when you do mm-hmm. mods, it's just like, yeah. hey man, take as much time as you need and just finish it when you can and when you do it ends up looking really good because you spent you can sink as many hours as you want to that and no one expects it. And of course, the issue is uh, when you actually work on a team with a deadline, it's like, you need this game done by this time. Also, uh, the people who have creative control over it might not be like, you know, don't go all in on this really small niche thing that people might like. We need to, you know, hedge our bets and go with the big things that 
will appeal to a larger audience that will make us money. Microtransactions. Microtransactions. Put it put it to microtransactions. Um, but nonetheless, you would fall out Miami. They... Sorry. Oh yeah. Let me find let me find what people are saying about it because I was excited. Yeah. I was confused because it was announced right around the time of seventy six, and I was like, we are just getting so much Fallout and no Elder Scrolls besides a mobile game. Yeah. Here's a few of the just a few of the choice words people had. Uh, Mr. Edmund Tran for GameSpot said Fallout 76 is a game without a strong focus. It introduces significant changes to the set structure of Fallout 4 to make it function as both a single player and multiplayer experience. In doing so, both styles of play suffer from major compromises that exist only to serve the other, and as a result, both are weak. Fallout 76 can look and feel like its illustrious predecessors at times, but it's a soulless husk of an experience. I'm actually not sure Fallout Miami is out yet. Ouch. Uh, they, they had a trailer for it, and I know I remember for a fact in the trailer, they had ghouls wearing floaties and goggles. Well, I, I, you already win that. It's but yes, Fallout, already game of the year. Fallout, Fallout Miami sounds like a really fun time. Agreed. That actually sounds fantastic. Uh, and again, I, I'm a little peeved because it seemed it's like... released in July, apparently. Oh, all right. Well, the, there's not a whole lot... Right. Well, because it's probably just a community... Like, the, it yeah. was just released in the community. Um, but yeah. <laughs> people keep settling... On, apparently, according to the, the article, people keep using the word soulless to describe the experience. Mm. Wow. Uh, okay. Well, I think one of, the, one of the main reasons is because... Well... The majority of this game is meant to take place in multiplayer, so as a result, they eliminated a majority of the NPCs that made Fallout, like, Fallout 4 at least pretty interesting, and Fallout 3 and Fallout New Vegas really shine was, like, all of the characters you encounter. So they cut down on that, but instead, but still instituted robot NPCs to give you quests, which is, I find ridiculous, because it's like, well, if you, you put robots in there, why not human human NPCs? They should have at least put in, like, several hundreds of clones of Strong from Fallout 4 as NPCs. Uh, um, no, Gary. I, I, Gary. Yes. yes, there should... I, wanna, I want Garys to, to flood the entire continental United States. I, wanna, I want the Garys. <laughs> what I had heard people saying is that the issue with 76 is similar to what happened with No Man's Sky. We're not that, like, the game is inherently bad but because the advertisement and what people were expecting from it just did not match up at all with what the game actually right. delivered. Well, Also, not unlike Fallout 4, where people were mad that it just it didn't feel like a Fallout game, but on its own, it was still not necessarily a bad game. It just wasn't what people wanted from a Fallout experience. Well, no, the, I'd argue the biggest problem is the fact that the game, uh, it, it doesn't work. Like it just Well, that's usually a big issue. Work. Yeah. yeah. Correct. Like, people paying full price for this game that, like, doesn't work. And I heard with the newest patch, people can't even log in anymore. Oh, that's but to be fun. fair, though, it's, it's we, a Bethesda game. <laughs> they knew what they were getting into. Exactly. Not being well, able to even log in? That shouldn't be a thing that you... You can't just be like, oh, it's a Bethesda game. It's like, well, millions of dollars are being thrown into this experience. Please finish your game, at least to the point where it's playable. It's not a glitch, it's a feature. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, I, I, under, I believe that the outrage... Can, shown by the uh, audience is perfectly justified and even I think it is well met because this will hopefully convince Bethesda to change the way they go about making these hopefully because how it's a it's a fine it's not a, as much of a financial success and they'll be like what do we do wrong 
oh, maybe we should have, you know, delivered the canvas bags we told people we'd give them. Uh, maybe we should communicate better with our audience. Perhaps we shouldn't release a buggy mess of a game before it's complete. Maybe we shouldn't stop. Maybe we should stop trying to jump into multiplayer and and just try to just try to play to our strengths, like Fallout Three and Fallout New Vegas, and even a little bit of Fallout Four. Man, who knows? Remember. You know this this whole fiasco is happening just in time for Elder Scrolls Six. That's Hopefully right. they they learn and they don't wait, tank. Wait till you see the battle royale multiplayer only. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, God. oh, congratulations! We've uh, we've instituted microtransaction battle royales. Oh, ooh! You can That's fight what for Elder the Summer- Scrolls Blades is for. Okay? Fight for the Somerset Isles, exactly. Uh, uh. And regarding the whole uh, canvas bag situation, yes. Apparently, they just up and like, oh, I guess we found money for them they after did. all. They did find money. They immediately found as soon as it started to become a problem, and enough people started going, and a class action lawsuit got started against them. They immediately were like, oh. Oh, oh, there's the money. What you, there it is right there. See, and, and the argument for like canvas being too expensive does not hold any water because they should already be selling the bags for more than they're worth. Right, so, because you're selling the package for $200. How much could it possibly cost to make canvas bags? You can't... What it was, they gave, didn't they give away a bunch of uh, bags free to... Uh, yes, they actually gave yeah. away bags to sh- like real products... To show that they had them, and then lied and didn't send them. Oh, good lord. I've also been informed that Bethesda announced that, uh, hold on, I believe it was uh, Elder Scrolls Six and Starfield will be from the same engine as Fallout 4 why and would, 76. Why? Why? Why would they do that? Yeah, I heard about that too. That, Come that on, upsets guys. me. I want something new. I... I guess, it, you know, if they improve the graphics and new models for Elder Scrolls 6, I won't be too upset, but I, be, I, I do want... Yeah, and you know it would be really cool? If the game ran well. Because they had a new engine in between Fallout 3 and New Vegas and Skyrim. Yes. And they just haven't moved on from that one. And Fallout 4's was like, oh, check out this new engine with volumetric lighting. And they're like, oh, Todd, that's pretty dope. It is 2015. This seems pretty advanced. And then they're like, guess what? We're not going to make any major changes into 2018, 2019. Did Oblivion run off of the same engine as 3 in New Vegas? I can certainly check. I think it did. I, I think they all had of them, similar aesthetics. I think all of them are the same engine, but they're just like updated. They're like updates of the engine or whatever. Well, I'm pretty sure Skyrim introduced a new engine, yes. if I'm remembering correctly. Well, uh, the, I wouldn't know. The creation engine. Yeah, that's it's what it is. The creation engine is a 3D video game. Uh, engine created by Bethesda Game Studios based on the Gamebryo engine. The game, the creation it's engine has been used name. to create role-playing video games like The Elder Scrolls V, Skyrim, Fallout 4, and Fallout 76. So the the creation engine is kind of what they 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 use. I'm just, oh goodness. I'm just, I'm absolutely flabbergasted. Absolutely. So yeah, the initial release of the creation engine was in 2011. Seven years ago. It's just been a whole season of video game developers just treating players horribly. If, yeah, if this is... If you this, guys have phones, right? Yeah. No, we do have phones. Yeah, you guys have phones, right? Canvas is expensive. Yeah. And you know, very expensive. Sense of pride and accomplishment. Yeah. Oh, God. Man. Yeah. I mean, just, at least people are starting to, like, 
wake up and recognize like this isn't acceptable. Wait, See, people have been on the EA for a while, but now they're finally wisening up to the Blizzard and Bethesda. Exactly, and and I think this is what we need. We need people to be like, wake up, guys, wake the flock up, sheeple. I'm just glad I got to yell that over the radio. Um, I'm just happy that people are at least now understanding that these are corporations and they're trying to make money. And if they, if you give them a chance to take advantage and make money, they'll take advantage and make money. And I'm not saying you gotta like hate on every game that comes out, but like maybe be wary. Perhaps call Bethesda out on their wrong on their wrongdoings if they do them, which people have done. And as a result. Maybe they'll make some changes. Maybe just wait a week and see how the reviews come. Yeah, you're you're going to be playing the game for days at a time. Maybe don't you can wait a little bit. $200 for uh. a copy of the game with a bunch of extra stuff. And, but that's the thing. It's like, if you like the extra stuff, you are absolutely entitled to buy. Like, do it. Do it. Just spend your money bucks buying a canvas bag if you want. Like, if you like that canvas bag and you like Fall Enough, you go buy that. But, like, I also think you should really... Really be careful because there is the chance you could get like really ripped off. Watch out, buyer beware. It, like, I believe that we as consumers have a responsibility, but that does not overshadow the fact that Bethesda should be held accountable for its gosh darn actions. And I said it, gosh darn it. Be mindful with your dollar dues, audience. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, dollar- it's, it's, it's our responsibility uh, to hold them accountable. Dollar dues is such a Dumb, such a dumb <laughs> phrase for money. <laughs> so stupid. Oh, and also, apparently, the Gamebryo engine was originally made for Knights of Camelot. Oh boy, this great. What? Mm. Yes. So I, I, I'm, I don't know. What do you guys think of this whole Fallout Four thing? I, I'm just, I feel a little dejected and a little sad, but I think things will get better, maybe. Honestly, I'm I'm 100% not surprised. I've yeah. kind of gotten used to this, and I'm kind of glad I really only play outdated, you know, B games these days. Yeah. What? Dead Space 2 isn't a B game? That's true, actually. Dead Space 2... I just 2... play outdated games, then. Yeah. Cut yeah. out the B. I play outdated A games. Yeah. Dead Space 2 is amazing. Dead Space 2 is so good. For for the audiences back home, I've been playing through Dead Space 2 again, and it, it, is, it has been a nightmare, which is exactly what I wanted. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> Still can't get over Dolly 2. <laughs> so, I don't know why that's so goofy to me, but it really is. Why don't so, we call our money that? I Because I'm an adult. and I the change you want to see in the world, absolutely, Tyler. Absolutely. Yeah, you go ahead and walk into a bank and be like, I'd like to take out all of my dollary dues, please. You start I, unironically using it. I guarantee you I, I will have an opinion about it. Yes, I can also I'll notice. guarantee you that I will have an opinion. You will get attention. Since when has that ever bothered me from the two of you? Good point. Uh, here, I was saying it as a so, positive. So just, well, just to, just to bring enough. it back to this... Um, so check it out. Uh, did you know that with a, the the world itself is designed so that on any given map there's only about twenty four players running around any given like Fallout uh, seventy six map. How big's the map? Uh, I they don't exactly say, and I don't. I've not been in the game, so I am not sure. But uh, when you, it's according to uh, Yin Pool uh, from I don't know which. I'm not sure which one this is from, but uh, but when you come across another player, there's a there's little reason to interact. 
I've created forum posts where players tell stories about helping others out, about building bases for newcomers, about following a stranger around for hours for no real reason. But what it is really is players making their own fun in a game that that in a game world that doesn't seem to know the meaning of the word. The only reason you'd want to group up with other players in Fallout 76 is to make the killing of bullet sponge monsters easier and quicker. Wait, players making their own fun in the world that doesn't know the meaning of the word. That sounds like most kind of sandbox survival games. Though. I disagree. Well, no, I mean, like, but it's not like Fallout isn't supposed to be that. Fallout, at least from the the prior single player experiences that we've seen, is a world in which you interact with a with a really colorful cast of like characters and monsters and you kind of step into these really interesting post-apocalyptic stories and that's what's really fun that's like i love fallout for its uh its beautiful blending of 50s retro futurism and a bunch of like modern or like imagined atomic technology i think i like it because i love sci-fi a lot and i love like some of the stories where it's like you gotta recover the declaration of independence or uh there's a bunch of talent company mercs on the washington monument fighting with some super mutants that you have to clear out i like those stories and i enjoy you know even as simple as coming across you know uh an npc that tells me about something and i go investigate and find uh, an underground vault with obscene amounts of security jamaica um it's it's uh, the Jamaica Plains vault in Fallout 4. Oh. It's oh, I was awful, very confused. And I hate everything about it. Well, also, but this isn't a mainline Fallout game, however. This is coming this is coming in between Fallout 4 and Elder Scrolls 6 and usually they they alternate. Yeah, that's true. It's not like this is their next installment. There's still going to be a Fallout 5 and hopefully they they do what they do best with that. Yeah. I, well, there there might be a Fallout Five uh, after all this. No, no, no. There, I as long as they don't absolutely destroy the you know uh, Skyrim Six, uh, whatever, the Elder Scrolls Six. It's just going to be another port for Skyrim. <laughs> really, Todd's going to get us all. <laughs> I really hope so. I really hope you go to download the game and it's just Skyrim again. <laughs> <laughs> See, on that day, Todd Howard was hung from a meat hook in the Bethesda Plaza. Oh. <laughs> you're like, you wake up and you're in the cart and Todd Howard's next to you and you're like, oh no, we're taking him. It's just, you have to beat Skyrim to be able to play yes. Elder Scrolls 6. I, I would, oh my no, goodness, see, You have, you have to escape from that. Helgen and cross the border again to get to the High Rock, we're thinking it is. It's the Somerset Isles. It's, wait, it's confirmed 6 is Somerset Isles? Somerset Isles. We go to, we're going to Elf Town, boy. Oh boy, Nazi elves. Nice. <laughs> pretty much. Yes. And also... All the oppressive, all the oppression with all of the sunlight. I can't wait to stop yeah. hating them and start loving them. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Ooh. But actually, to be fair, Skyrim kind of made me hate the Nords, so I don't know. If well, yeah, because they're pretty bad. Well, yeah, because you're like, wow, these guys are kind of uh, really racist. Yeah, super racist. In fact, I'm not sure if I like this. I mean, and so are the High Elves. Well, yes. in fact, the High Elves are even more racist. Yeah, than the Nords are. my fellow Argonian brothers. <laughs> fair. <laughs> Samezies. <laughs> Hello, my fellow Argonian. <laughs> Hello, fellow Argonians. <laughs> uh, no, showing up in a, or rather. Just showing up in a stormcloak ca- uh, camp. Hello, my fellow stormcloaks. As a, as a, what is it? As an Argonian, and they all just like snap to attention at you, and you're like, "What are you doing here?" 
scale boy. Skyrim is for the Nords. <laughs> Skyrim is for the Nords. But uh, apparently uh, we're going to have to wait till Starfield is done until we get Elder Scrolls 6. It's not even in development. I'm so excited. I'm, have we so heard any more about Starfield? Not that I've seen. I mean, I've seen a little bit more of it on uh, the Steam Marketplace. Ooh. I'm kind of hoping for, like, you know, kind of a Fallout Elder Scrolls this game, just, you know, in space with spaceships. And then I'd like that. And then just Fallout 76 all over again. <laughs> 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 It'll just be... It's, it's just, multiplayer in quotation marks. Yeah. Bethesda's take on No Man's Sky. Oh, man. <laughs> it's multiplayer. The world's just way too big to meet anyone. Yeah, it's like, see what you're saying. You could meet someone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you can also win the lottery. Yeah. Sure. Your point? You know, like, if you want, you could you could even fly... If you want, just jump off a bill. You can, you can fly. I would love it if Sean Murray just started telling <laughs> complete lies in his interview and was like, all right, Sean, uh, can you, can, uh, will this game uh, cure uh, world hunger? Yeah. Uh, what about gold? Can it make gold out of my PS4? Absolutely. Sure, why not? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> just like, I, I, I would have almost been happier if he had leaned into it and just been like, this game can do anything you want it to. Have a broken marriage? Just slap a little No Man's Sky onto that. World hunger? Eat the disc. <laughs> no Man's Sky. Uh, I I personally would love that. Um, God, I just... It's so ridiculous. And where exactly have you learned that it's going to be Somerset Isles? I've heard people say that it's going to be like either High Rock or like Hamilton. Hammerfell. I was I was kind of hoping for Valenwood because the Bretons are my favorite race, but they're also they have kind of the most boring aesthetic, at least for a fantasy setting, because it's, it's been done before. They're just you know they're just medieval humans. Western Europe. Yeah, medieval Western Europe. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, we gotta we gotta table those discussions for one second, as for the final time this year, you boys, we get to do the weather. You boys ready? Oh, Let's I'm go. So excited. I don't think I am. Go oh, get ready, because it's currently 32 degrees in Iowa City. It's right at the freezing point. But let me ask you, boys, on your way over, how did it feel? Tyler, it's like 90 degrees in there, ants beneath my skin. Okay, that's a uh, that might be. This is a different problem. I'm worried. Are you okay? <laughs> uh, yes. Well, well, he tried. We did the cosmic the horror episode a couple of weeks ago, or like a month ago, or something. That's the thing, though. Cosmic horror doesn't end when you want it to end. That's a good point. It'll just go away because you stop thinking about it. We're still in the yeah. nightmare. Um, oh. But what do you? I would say it feels like twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. All right. All right. What you got? What about you? Oh, you wanted an actual answer. Yeah, you wanted um, what does it feel like, boy? <laughs> We've been doing this... 28 and a half. 28 and a half? 28 and We a half. only do whole numbers here. Uh, You're yeah. going to go up? 29. 29? It's 29. Ooh. Dang. Ooh, I would have gotten it right even if I said 28 Congratulations, and a half. Gates. You're our winner. What do I get? Nothing. Absolutely. Nice. It's what I always wanted. It's like a Bethesda pre-order. You don't get any. <laughs> get a nylon bag. <laughs> you can expect your nylon bag in eight to ten business days. You get you know, one... the ones they give out for free at Comic Con. One of those. What we would consider a beta, but it's actually just a glorified demo. That's correct. <laughs> so uh, enjoy. Uh, <laughs> have a good time, and uh, we'll call you when the Somerset Isles release. Hold on, I, I will actually. I'll, I'll check that up again just to make sure. Um, but actually, uh, 
any other thoughts? I mean, like, I'm excited, but I, with again, as with, I, I have become just wary. Wary all the time now. I'm just, I don't, usually, I don't go for stuff unless I, I, I really believe in it. I only have faith in Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. I also have immense amounts of faith in that game. And Ghost of Tsushima. Not as much faith, but that looks good. And I looked it up because I was getting I was getting flashbacks to E3 and uh, Sekiro is set to come out March 22nd of next year, so oh, yes. not that far away. Nope, and it's still going to be here before you graduate. Yep, we can spend all of the summer just playing that, and I will. On the console you own, bingo. Got yes. him. <laughs> but uh, I don't know why you just go ahead and bring that up, but I'm just playing. I live with you. It's not like I'm just going to be like, oh, no, Gates, you can't use it. Yeah, we need to go ahead and just share personal information here in the air. No, we. no one's getting doxxed. Not here. Don't worry. But uh, what was I going to say now? I don't know. Were you going to tell him my birth date and my social security number at this point? Huh? Just do. tell him our address, Tyler. I Tell him what we had for dinner last night. It I was a romantic evening with steak and wine. I don't even... Oh. I wish. Huh. I don't even remember what I ate last night. Oh, wait, yeah, I do. Yeah, you do. Absolutely remember what you ate last night. That's right. You hungry boy. But, uh, see, now I've forgotten my train of thought again. Congrats, Gates. You You remembered it? No. I I had it until you brought that up, but now it's gone. So I'll be sitting here ready to derail the next one. I don't doubt it. Awfully deep in thought, Malcolm. What's going on? Just trying to trying to see if I can confirm the Somerset Isles stuff. It seems to be conjecture, but there's a lot of a lot of people are saying it's the Somerset Isles. Well, judging by the landscape, I got the implication of High Rock. But then again, we don't like because they they kind of changed the the general climate of each of the regions each time we visit. Because like Cyrodiil was, I think in the old Elder Scrolls lore, written to be like a jungle. And then we visited it, and it was just, you know, medieval Europe. I'm not sure what to expect. I'm still hoping for, for Valenwood, just because the, the wood elves are metal. And They're really cool. I just really like, you know, that kind of aesthetic, like the forest and everything, the moving trees. <laughs> I think it'll be fun. I'm hoping it, we visit, like, a weird place like Morrowind was, where, like, it's just, it's not Ooh. generic fantasy. Like, I want weird, off-the-wall stuff. I want to go to elsewhere, too. Yeah. Yeah. Like, not here. Elsewhere. Elsewhere. Yeah. Anywhere but here. Really. But uh, what an unoriginal name for a place. Elsewhere. So, uh... Like... Okay, so the significance of the Thalmor in Skyrim has been seen by fans as foreshadowing, suggesting that the next Elder Scrolls game would be set at the heart of their uh, Aldamiri Dominion in the Somerset Isles, home with the High Elves. We only just saw the Somerset Isles in the Elder Scrolls Online expansion. However, it looked a lot more well-manicured and fancy than this script land and so like there's a cup there like valenwood black marsh elsewhere uh, i don't think it's black marsh because it was it was rocky and craggy yeah they were also they were like hammerfell maybe uh i'm thinking I'm maybe thinking, high rock I was, I was also thinking orsinium because an upside of orsinium is because it's such a small nation they actually could make it like too perfect scale and it would be a like a good size game map because so, none of the games have really been to perfect scale, because you just you can't do that with that technology at the time. But if they choose a, a tiny nation like Orsinium and just painstakingly make it as much to scale as possible, it would it would fill out pretty nicely. It'd be pretty cool, and maybe maybe just be like, hey, maybe it's not our biggest map, 
But is there most detail? Yeah. I would love that. That'd be cool. I'd appreciate that. I don't have a problem with that. As long as the world's like full. Yeah, like, like make, the, make the world full of stuff. And yeah. I would just love to sack Orsinium for like a third time. <laughs> yes, I'm sure you would, Gates. You colonize Those darn orcs. Those gosh darn orcs. Uh, and that was from... Actually, that, so that speculation was from PC Gamer. Um, it seems like there's still quite a bit of debate. I thought it was the Somerset Isles, but it could be something else. We'll see. Thanks for joining us in on the speculation part. The the conjecture train. Choo-choo. Choo-choo all aboard the conjecture train. By the way, uh, you know what isn't uh, nebulous? Our SoundCloud. You can find us on... (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Look at that segue. Uh, Oh, we're the worst. Nah. I'm the worst. Uh, You can find us online at SoundCloud if you just look up Pixel Hunt, and we're the one with the most videos, or the most uploads. Uh, I'm actually probably going to work over the break uh, to get our stuff put on YouTube so people can at least listen to it there. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at a pixel hunt and at me all you want. Yell at me how you how much you love your nylon bag. Uh, that's fine. But yeah, uh, if you like the show, we have all of the previous episodes online and it it's the, yours for the taking. Uh, and you can hear the 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 stylings of it we i think we'll come down to about this will be the 12th episode 12 episodes in a in a semester yes that's pretty good that's like an average that's like an average season it seems pretty reasonable yes yeah so pretty good pretty pretty good um so uh at least for the rest of the time here we actually also have some pretty big epic news (laughs) <laughs> because Epic Games yeah. is launching a rival to Steam. Smack that cougar. That's No, I'm not going to do it. Mm. I'm the only one who knows when that's going on. I hold it here. Look for his tells. <laughs> white knuckles, white with inner tension. Uh. And bloodshot eyes. <laughs> if you know what that's from, congratulations. You know what it's but from, where? you know we, we can't phrase we can't, the rest of it. We can't say the rest of that, but congratulations if you know what that is. Little inside reference. Um, so, yeah, they're they're launching a, a Steam rival with 88% revenue share for developers. It looks like this platform's going to be geared towards giving money to the developers, and the developers themselves will be shaping this. So not the stockhold, the shareholders at Valve... Uh, instead, the actual people putting their games up on the market are going to be responsible for supporting a large portion of the market itself. This is an interesting idea, and something we talked about when we did uh, Tennyson and the uh, East Asian market for uh, online games or digital marketplaces, but now this is the first time we're actually going to see a serious competitor against Steam's model. And I'm very excited. So... At least according to the article, uh, gamesindustry.biz, great article, Games Indust- uh, Epic Games is launching a competitor to Steam. The company announced that it will soon open the Epic Games Store, a digital distribution platform that eschews Steam's standard 70-30 revenue split to give developers 88% of the revenue their games bring in. That's a lot. Get ready. Yeah. So, like, what I think this is actually a, this is a fantastic move from Epic Games because... Finally, some a little bit of healthy competition is finally going to force, hopefully, force Steam to clean up their act 
and actually get it together and stop putting so much garbage on their site. Finally give developers a, hopefully, and again, this is, we're still in the ideolot, the uh, conception phase. Well, they're releasing it, but we don't know how exactly it's going to play out, so we can only kind of think about it. And, you know, as on its face, it seems like a great prospect. Game developers are finally going to be paid, like, a good portion of the revenue that's brought in. That's great. That's fantastic. And even, it means that it's at least a lot more friendly. So suddenly, video game developers can make it's so much more for uh, that putting their games on this. I know it's a long shot, but I'm really just kind of hoping this encourages Valve to start making games again. Well, that's the thing. So according, so they they GamesIndustry.biz had a chance that like sat down and talked to the to Epic Games founder and CEO Tim Sweeney. Oh, so and I think his last name would be Epic. Yeah, that um, would be Epic. So. Uh, one of the questions they asked is, why is the 30-70 revenue split uh, that seems to ha- have been the industry standard not appropriate here? And basically, while running the Fortnite, while running Fortnite, we learned a lot about the cost of running a digital store on PC. The math is quite simple. We pay around 2.5% for payment processing for major payment methods, less than 1.5% for CDN costs, assuming all games are updated as often as Fortnite, and between 1% and 2% for variable operation customer support costs. Fixed costs of developing and supporting the platform become negligible at a large scale. In our analysis, stores charging 30% are marking up their cost by 300 to 400%. But with developers receiving 88% of the revenue and Epic receiving 12%, this store will be a profitable profitable business for us. So basically, Epic Games has stated that at least according to what they've seen running Fortnite... It will be. It, they can still turn a profit, even if they run at, uh, even if they recoup twelve percent of profit from the site, they'd still turn a profit. That's smart. Make it competitive as possible. Exactly. You just you have a steady profit. Exactly. And and now what's going to happen is that Steam is going to have to react, and oh boy, is Steam going to have to react. They're gonna, they're gonna have to think fast with this one because right. it seems like now. Um, yeah, I wonder what they're going to. What do you, like? Where do you see this going? Do you see any potential pitfalls of this skew? I I see a couple, but I'd like to. I mean, uh, if you remember Origin, EA tried to be a competitor to Valve, and that uh, no. Well, Origin was hot garbage. It was very bad. It's true, that but part, I think it it depends mostly on how much work they put into the actual like interface and layout of it all, because right now. Obviously, there's not a whole lot of cost that comes into the upkeep of this. So if they if they minimize that as much as possible, developers will always be veering towards them. So I think it's very stable. Problem being, if just like, I don't know, nostalgia points might win out for Steam since we all know Steam. We've been using Steam for so long. Yeah, they're pretty. They're deeply ingrained. Uh, mm-hmm. Almost like all digital. Almost all digital. Uh, you know, with with the exception of like a little bit of itch.io. Or a humble bundle, but even that is run through Steam. You know what else was really ingrained? Blockbuster. This is true. Oh boy. Yeah, exactly. Blockbuster. Wow. Feel old yet? Uh, only '90s kids will get this blockbuster. Oh God. Um, but yes, I, I I agree with that. That you know, just because they're heavily ingrained doesn't mean that a, a competitor can knock them off the top of the hill. I so think maybe that, they'll bring Paragon back. Uh, maybe they will. 
hey, I could maybe run it now. I really liked Paragon, and I'm yeah. so sad that it went under. It was a really good game. Well, I mean... Uh, yeah, I so, forgot what I was going to say. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, this commercialization also, to me... Like, the only thing I can I foresee is that it'll, it might run into an issue that is similar to Steam's, which is, like, what are they going to do for content moderation in games? How are they going to moderate the content? Because, like, it's great that this is really um, attractive for developers, but it also means that, like, anybody and everybody can just throw up anything like uh, so like on steam like people were doing asset flips with just trying to squeeze out enough money by using really like scummy subversive tactics to try to trick people into purchasing the game or getting it pushed through green light by purchasing votes and then putting it on the marketplace and just trying to just grab a quick buck let's i i, I just wonder how is epic games going to uh, address that or try to curtail like a, a slew of really like sloppy or really low quality work but the problem is like how do you create like what do you do you create arbiters of, of taste and content especially since they're, they're giving so yeah. much to the developers it might be hard to actually right pay these arbiters if they need to do a good job hmm. yeah I speaking mean, of getting paid we actually have to take a quick word we'll be right back after this won't be but a moment. That's right. I like the broken spoke. They uh, they unbroke my spoke once. Nice. Wait, wait, really? It's a non-indicative name, but this is the first you've spoken of it. Uh, oh, oh, <laughs> oh! Uh, was that wordplay? <laughs> Got some banter going on on here my Mr. radio Durr. show. Oh my goodness! Whoa! We're out of left field there, sir. This is everyone's radio show. This is true. It's not mine yet. Yeah. That's true. You guys wouldn't be... I'd be nothing without you fellas. I'd just be a weirdo yelling at myself in the dark. Just me uh, on average. But like now I get to do it with people in a well-lit studio. And I love that. That is probably what happens when you go upstairs and says you'll be right back. Shh. Probably yelling at yourself and then you just pass out immediately. S- stop doxing me. The truth stop is that telling it, them what I do. The truth is that <laughs> it is actually just you. You're just a very good voice actor. Yeah, I'm actually... Yeah, that, I, that's hor- that would be horrifying. I, I would be horrified oh, just going man. upstairs and be like, it sounds like there's like 10 people in Malcolm's room. And like there's, there's a whole video game discussion going on. <laughs> With different voices. How is he interrupting himself? <laughs> like he's laughing while he's tough. What is going on? It's like the box episode of SpongeBob. Oh, of I'm just using my imagination, of course. <laughs> uh, yes, and the app, the two avalanches. Um, so yeah, I back to the the initial discussion of like the marketplace. I think that uh, so like how how in the world are they going to moderate these things? How I ask non rhetorically. Oh, <laughs> I mean, it's hard for me to say. I don't really know what they're planning on doing. Yes, so. Okay, at least in response to openness, they said we'll have an approval process for new developers to go through and release a title. It will mostly focus on the technical side of things and general quality, except for adults-only content. We don't plan to curate based on developers' creative or artistic expression, but the technical aspect and, and quality and general quality 
how do you determine the general quality of a game? Yeah, all that's subjective. I don't understand how like, you'd be able to like pick and choose. I love that there's just like, a dude in a room alone at Epic Games who just like looks at a game and is like, nope, I don't, nope, it's not a game. Like I know certain people that would greenlight Monkey Ball. <sighs> I mean, theoretically, oh, if, monsters. They, if they just put in, I don't know, a... Uh, an algorithm or something that sorts games in the front page based Google, on how... Google DeepMind it. I guess. Based on how popular they are and how many copies they sell and how much you know game time people sink into them, mm-hmm. that should pretty much add up to whatever games people play the most will show up the most. But that's an issue because what if I'm a small developer who's like, I'm just trying to get my game out on the front page and like all the big popular games have all the attention because everyone plays them and it becomes a big loop. You can cycle it out by week, so any games that made it one week will not make it the next week. I see. That would actually, that I think that'd be pretty interesting. Yeah, it'd be something like, I mean, Steam does, where right. it's like the big featured games, and then underneath it, it'd be like, here's these cool new up-and-coming games you should look mm-hmm. at. Yeah. I, I think, and I, I just, what in the world are they going to do? So, like, they don't, also, they don't plan to have any forums uh, users have generally migrated to Reddit, Discord, Twitter, Facebook groups, and other social media. Developers are free to run their own forums in social media and link and link them to their Epic Game Store pages. We intend to add tools for players to communicate with developers privately, such as ticketing system for bug reports and questions to mitigate toxicity resulting from reviews being the only native uh, communication mechanism. So, hmm. I, mm, so they, they they'll have a refund policy. Um, and it'll operate in country in most countries except for China, uh, North Korea, and Iran. Hmm. So yeah. Well, hopefully the refund policy is better than Steam's. Okay, so check this out. Hmm. Are there any baseline requirements games will need to get onto the store? For example, would you require them to carry a rating, support certain languages, subtitles, implement control con- uh, controller support, or the like? And he responds, right now, we're manually selecting games for the store, so there is no formal process. We'll announce further details as we work to open the store up more widely in 2019. What? So they are, it is just a dude in a chair being like, yeah, we'll put that in. Is there a count? Is there a secretive council of twelve that like enter into a room with hooded robes and like candles and they're like, what shall we do with this one? I vote for Super Monkey Ball. And I, it's like a, it's a big like politic gambit where it's like if you throw your support behind Super Monkey Ball XL, <laughs> I won't ruin your career. Yeah, that's what I, 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 I'm imagining the dark hooded room now, and all of the people weighing it. Yeah, this is what happens at Epic Games. They're but- all just wearing Fortnite masks. As they enter, it's like a weird cult. Never wanna... anyone wins an argument, they do a Fortnite dance on the table. That's right. They're like, no, before they release the game, there's like a naked person doing a Fortnite dance just on the table. Sensually. <laughs> it's like, wait, well, you just peek into a room and it's just like dark Gregorian chants over candles as a bunch of hooded figures and masks like turn to the door and there's just a dude on the table like doing the Fortnite dance. And there, there is a stripper pole, but he just doesn't use it. No. He it's does just, not. It's there for the aesthetic. Right. And they're like, the, <laughs> there's a, I, I also like to think on the other end of that, there's also the Danganronpa, like, that just shows a panel with, like, votes, and you can vote yes or no, and it's like, and then it tallies up the votes, and it's like, you've been selected. And then it ascends the... the you voted wrong. Time you, to be punished. Well, yeah, you voted wrong. <laughs> <laughs> 
For, for those of people on the losing vote, you are never seen again. Um, you get sent to the Telltale headquarters. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Banished forever to the shadow realm of litigation. <laughs> Telltale. <laughs> A company so <laughs> sent into limbo between class action lawsuits and unfinished game development projects. <laughs> that would act. Oh my god, that'd be amazing. Or just pandemic. Yes, I'd be horrified. A non-existent studio anymore that was bought up. Who, who bought them again? I don't. I can check. I they don't. made the I think original it was Battlefronts, didn't they? Yeah. Yes, I think it was EA. I'm assuming it's EA because oh, it EA be. got Battlefront. Let's see, Pandemic Studio? Yes, the one with the gas mask. I believe it was. Uh, Electronic Arts has closed the door on its game developer unit, Pandemic Studios. There it is. <laughs> that was in 2009. Yeah, I know. It was oh, a they while already ago. belonged they, to EA? They were just like a Yeah, a and then EA was like, shh. Yeah, just no so, more. Yeah, and then, you then, then EA like consumed their life force and discarded their corpse like the vampire it is he is a vampire that's very skilled at using pillows like, yes like the disney channel huh. Huh. <laughs> oh no um so yeah it, it, it's honestly just I, epic uh, these are the concerns i have and this like this interview while again on its face looks really promising and nice makes me feel a little concerned because how do we know like what in the world are they doing for manual content curation how in the world would you like what okay tyler what kind of criteria would you use to 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 allow a game through or not regardless of artistic expression so like they said they won't like it doesn't matter the content uh or the actual like story and stuff of it doesn't matter they're only looking at technical stuff what kinds of things would do you think you'd allow in? Uh, as long as it works, like it's not some '76 kind of stuff where like you play it and it's like, oh well, technically it works, but like I could barely walk around without falling through the floor. How many glitches do you allow, and how big are I, they? Like, I mean, I guess if they're like really minor, like uh, I'd probably appearance be, glitches. I'd be like, hey, like if the game doesn't, if I can play the game for like eight hours without it breaking, all right. I'll, like at least on that end, it runs pretty well. Man, so then uh, in that criteria, a lot of Bethesda games would not make it. See, well, that's the issue. So it's like, okay, well, if we can't, that like that won't rule out everything. So it's like, all right, what if we did? Uh, it's wholly original content to stop asset flips. But then the issue there is like, but what if I, uh, it's a fan thing. What if I'm, you know, what if I'm using characters and properties from something else and yeah. I, I really like it? Well, okay, well, you know, maybe you could allow for that, but then it gets really, like, how, at what point does something become a copy of it? At what point, and, and you know, what if I just flood the market with a bunch of reskins of essentially the same game or attempt to do that, like a couple of Steam developers did? It'd be the problem of people having to go ahead and uh, like police for that, and then a developer gets caught just shelling out for money, Ex- and they'd be banned, perhaps. Well, see, okay, that's the other thing I hope for, which is like, Epic Games kind of needs needs to be on this, and really, like, if if it cannot allow for developers to to kind of run away run away with this one, oh, and I know it seems counterintuitive because you know it's like, it, and I'm. 
they're providing more tools for them to like make revenue, to release their games. They're not putting forums on it and giving them a lot more uh, license to kind of go out and, and, and work more autonomously. I still, I still believe that if Epic Games is going to curate the games, though, they should have a say in whether or not people are, are allowed onto the storefront. And only, like, everyone should not be allowed on the storefront. And what it seems like they're setting up, maybe they're setting up some of these holds or something. I think there ought to be a requirement for developers wishing to put their games on that, that the game is finished and for them to update any existing problems for like tickets they would get. I also think, oh, sorry. Game breaking kind of stuff. That seems fair. Also, the selling price of the game has to be a big thing because yeah. obviously a game that'd be considered horrible in one price bracket would be amazing in another. Well, that's true. And I, I, I think there's more. See, with. Yeah, with developers receiving 88% of the profit, it's really going to start opening up, like, I, I sincerely hope, and we've seen this with a lot of games, and some of the games on the Steam Marketplace, and I'd, I'd argue quite a few, of like, yeah, there's this not a lot of $60 games, it's mostly like 20 to 30 to $15, usually. Um, and I think that, yeah, I think giving the developer, and like, they already have the chance to, to choose that on Steam, but now, at least the developers will make a bit more of a profit from the game's... Uh, from the games so maybe they'll have more of an incentive to lower the prices a bit make them a bit more accessible which come to think of it epic games is going to have a lot to contest with considering steam sales that's true steam's well like and that's the thing is that epic like currently steam has like an already a platform that is already set up and working in big air quotes um like it's already it's it's already operational to a degree and it's creating it's already working so Epic Games kind of has to hit the ground running and then like outdo their competition that is already running ahead of them, way ahead of them. I mean, I think Valve Valve is working very fine considering what its main focus is now. Money. I just I just don't make games anymore. And I mean, sometimes their customer service is iffy. Some mm, I'd say it's a little more than iffy. I'd also say that like Valve was also pretty complacent about the underage gambling that happened all over its site with the um, CS:GO, uh, with CS:GO, like CS:GO's. Also, CS:GO's by Valve itself as well. Exactly, and they allowed there was a ton of like randomized loot boxes that would give you uh, cosmetic things, but offline sites that also allowed for the gambling or you would put up these digital items and gamble with them and bet on uh csgo professional matches Hmm. or like roulettes where you would literally take the thing like you would spend money purchase these boxes open your digital content go onto a site put your digital content up roll a random number generator and potentially lose or gain uh skins for weapons and those skins are money and my i will never forget uh my one of my siblings losing 45 dollars on a knife scam where like he like a someone wanted to he was attempting to trade a knife and like they never traded him the the thing back and he just got scammed out of 45 dollars worth of like of, of of imaginary electronic bucks and I was like, that's that's absurd. You've lost that money? What? That's ridiculous. You better learned a valuable lesson that day. Never trust a man who you can't see. Also, like, yeah, don't do that online. 
It's but like at the so like that type of predatory behavior that Steam had like that Valve specifically did nothing to address seems like it like eh, iffy. I'll give you that. That does sound very unethical. Quite unethical. I mean, CSGO is just kind of a pit. I'm, I'm sorry for any CSGO fans. I'm it's sure if you're, if you're listening pit. to us, you're one of the good ones. But I've had <laughs> a very, very bad experience with, with people on CSGO. I yeah. haven't had a single game. Granted, I haven't played much. But I haven't had a single game when there wasn't just some guy spilling out just a stream of curse words that weren't even... It didn't so, even make sense or have any bearing in the things happening. He just he just started calling me horrible things that, that didn't even apply. That's awfully frankly. mean. That's awfully mean. It's awfully mean. Isn't that the point of it though? Kind of like Call of Duty, except Call of Duty is like children doing that. Too. Exactly. Well, it's, it's also children. We in see. This okay, game. kids doing it's <laughs> one thing because they're they're just dumb kids, but like adults doing it. Yeah, it, it takes it to a whole new level. Like if I wanted to get screamed at, I'd, I'd go home. I'd rather get screamed at by someone who I'm pretty confident I could beat up. That was also a joke. I'm sorry if my if anyone in my family's listening. I, that was a joke. I didn't mean that. I love you all. We scream at him. I, I love Re- you. Regarding Malcolm's family, if you are hearing this, just know that it actually was not, and you can't believe a word anything he or I say. Oh man! But you can believe what I say. This sentence is a lie. It's a lie. It's a lie. It was a good one. Uh, we still need, we still need to beat that game. We know. Like, really. Well, when Mike recovers. No, yeah, I know. When the, the when he rises from the dead. Yeah, from in his three days time. Yeah, from his tomb. <laughs> like when we unroll the rock from in front of this room. <laughs> it's not quite the right season, but uh, almost there. We're getting there. Close enough. Yeah. Well, we're always getting there. Yeah. So. Oh, by the way, for those of you joining us at the top of the hour, you're listening to Carry UI 89.7 FM, Iowa City, Iowa City's former sound alternative. And this is Pixel Hunt, hosted by me, Malcolm Cano, joined, of course, by Mr. Tyler Durr and Mr. Gates Daniel, as we discuss things all thing as we discuss all things video game, from critiques to reviews to controversies, all manners of stuff. But currently, we're talking about a new type of digital marketplace that epic games famous for their Fortnite, um are putting together that's pretty exciting we're also discussing some of the potential pitfalls and differences that we might see from steam and valve uh also because uh you know valve has done some shady stuff in the past with on steam hopefully there will be more answers from uh epic games Mr. in Mr. at Sweet. least a fortnight I'm a roll. You should be ashamed. You should really be ashamed of yourself. I am, but not for that reason. 12 points to Gryffindor. (laughs) Oh, yes. Oh, no. Oh, man. Oh, are we just... Yeah, let's go. We we just went back. We went back to cosmic horror. We went back to to the Harry Potter. So like, all right, let's just knock him out. Uh, we've and, we've already touched on um, Elder Scrolls racism. That's right. Uh, NBA Two K, terrible we game, and I hate it. We mentioned Sekiro, so that's kind of like Dark Souls. That's we also right. mentioned Telltale. Telltale all over the. We place. We got to hit off all of our all of our uh, talking points. Red Dead Redemptions, big dumb gun fights. Boom, what boom, about boom. it? You run into things, tackle birds. I don't know. Nothing. Fire, fire, shoot bangs. Worst prison break in the history of prisons, and yeah. breaks, in and that matter. That game has a lot of issues, and I'm kind of upset that Mike isn't here, because I'd really love to have a discussion about some of the shortcomings of that game. I mean, we've talked enough about that. And this is I, also true. I still really like that game. I know, that's <laughs> the thing. It's like, I like it too. But like, boy oh boy, 
Oh, he's got some issues. Why do trees keep falling on my horse? <laughs> Great question. Stop talking. Um, you know, uh, uh, well, the we have the, the, the Halloween episode. The spooky one. Uh, yeah, there were spooky things talked about. Spooky survival horror, video game movies, uh, the forums, audiences, Blizzard. We made that joke. It's uh, true. Oh, video game movies. All right. Yeah. Uh, we, we, yeah, we actually, I think we've covered everything. Like Doom, the movie? Oh, with Dwayne. With the, Dwayne, the Dwayne, Rock Johnson. The Rock, the Dwayne Johnson. Okay, I, he can't do any wrong in my eyes. It's true, I love I him. think he can do a lot of wrong in my eyes, but I also think he's, he, he's a good fit. What, I mean, of Doom? course. It's fantastic. Um, so I, I, I think that a lot of these, though, through, from what we have seen, oh, by the way, it's not 12 episodes we're capping it at 13 perfect yeah 13 Uh, episodes the luckiest number we're just gonna get cursed yeah so hard and so begins uh, and like as we we start to wind down 13th episode almost half of the usual cast is sick correct on the third sickest dogs and so begins the cursed arc that's the that's the arc like the sound of that so like we went from the sellout arc then we went into the Renaissance arc where a bunch of new characters showed up, you guys, and now we're in the cursed arc. That's fine, because the audience... I wasn't quite a new character. I'm right. like a recurring character. Yeah, but now you're coming He's now getting the spotlight, yeah. Yeah. So, like, it's like we're, 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 we're shining a light on the new, the new guys. Yeah. And now, and so begins the cursed arc. That's fine. The audience will just be stuck with Gates next and I. Se- no, no. No. Please. <laughs> But sorry, what? I was gonna say next next semester after this one will be the successor arc. Yeah, we're well, like we're we're ending the the, the expan- main continuity. Yeah, the the expansion arc and next season we're rebooting. Yeah, well, next season will be the the weird final season. That ever- this is when we start selling T-shirts. Yeah, it's when it's full mm-hmm. merch, and we're just our 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 podcast essentially boiled down to us yelling at our viewers to purchase things, and we're like, "Hey, man, slam that like button or whatever." Like uh, this is the semester around a coffee shop, yelling, "Do you know who I am?" <laughs> like a particular uh, Alex Jones esque kind of thing going on. No, please. Wait, what? You did Infowars? No, it, I mean... That's all it was. It was just a they're huge... They're putting stuff in the marsh that's turning the Argonians gay. Oh. You watch. Be careful there, young man. You can't speak truth on the radio like that. <laughs> yeah, the, the deep FCC. state. deep state's gonna come up. <laughs> deep state. Argonians! <laughs> the the real-life lizard people. <laughs> For those of you at home, uh, we've been wearing tinfoil hats throughout the entirety of the series. You can't when I, when see I came them. on, they demand that I wear one. No, but I do know a certain someone that has a real-life tinfoil hat. It's me. Well, it's, they're not exactly. It. It's correct. It's at the several. house. You say real life as if like it's a special thing. I was told to no longer. I was told to no longer release any personal information on anyone. So I figured I'd leave it up in the air. But yeah. Malcolm doxed himself. <laughs> That's right. That's okay. I don't mind. It was a joke. It's fine. Anyway. Now the deep state knows. That's right. That's right. Deep state. They know sh- you prepared. I've shielded my thoughts from your. That's right. Google slash EA. You won't be getting my money with microtransactions. You can't market to me if you can't read my brain waves. You're like the I nerdier, can't wait. less threatening version of Magneto. Yeah. It's, oh no. <laughs> Yes, uh, <laughs> Charles. 
We might. It's even funnier because I believe wasn't wasn't Magneto partially based off of Malcolm X's teaching? Oh, that's correct. Yeah. Ma- Malcolm X. Yeah, that's right. Uh, it's 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 his eye, the Magneto of of, of real life. <laughs> <laughs> the 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 Magneto of the Magneto of Dark Souls. Of, of, yeah, the Magneto of Dark Souls of video game college podcast. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Uh, I. Oh. Does that mean I can be Toad? No, yeah, you can be Toad. Yes. I like. Why Toad. would you want that? I like Toad. He, Senator. He he does. He does. Um. So yeah, we honestly, I, yeah, we talked about GameStop. More like GameStop. <laughs> that's what I, that's the title of the episode. <laughs> Smack the cougar. I'm not going. Come on, no, you, just give it to me once. You no. don't have slap I, that cougar. I will determine when it gets slapped, young man. That's his power, and he enjoys abusing I, it. I've spent four years cultivating this show for that reason and that reason only. Oh, really? So what? You had to like hole punch for four <laughs> years until they're like, "Okay, here's the soundboard." No, they they were like started from the bottom until the, they got cooler nope, slapping. On priority. literally the first day, they were like, "This is the soundboard," and I was like, "Cool." <laughs> um, I was like, "Oh, this is pretty awesome," and then I was like, "Boom, cougar! What is that?" And then I was too chicken to to do it but then i was like "Ooh, i'm a senior now i'm just gonna start using these things however for the, for those audience members who just tuned in you gotta play it now for context no i will not you cannot make me young man i can try my hardest you though. can absolutely try um so it, at least for that we've we've covered at least a bit i i, I think it's actually a pretty good place to kind of go off on because it's it's aspirational, it's big, it's kind of revolutionary, not unlike this show. Ooh! We're making uh, waves. Narrative continuity, yeah. We're uh, making ripples. At by this. the way, Radio if, waves. if I could just like sit down and just directly address the one fan who comments on all of our stuff, thank you so much for hanging in there. We're really happy to, that somebody like likes us and enjoys listening really don't you ever text me questions mr fan well i take it easy he texts us on the the soundcloud so technically he's texting all of us i mean i get friends who text me yeah Yeah, see (laughs) i don't like that i I got connections yo be the change you want to see in the world but uh, i can't text when i can text myself we do we do actually want to i did want to take a segment out of this because we're also nearing the end of it to just like thank everybody who has listened everybody who is listening uh, the show is really just an excuse for us to, to get on the air and kind of talk about what we want. But you guys actually uh, join us, and we really appreciate that. The, the show was created with the idea that we wanted to uh, provide uh, more, like bring more video game news to people and contextualize it and talk about it and potentially maybe foster some kind of discussion. And geek out a bit. And geek out a bit. And we're just really happy that we were able to do that with some people. Thank you for everybody who suggested something. Thank you for people who listen. Um, we really would be nothing without you guys. And gals. And whatever you... Anything in between. There we go. Or outside of the norm. Exactly. Or perhaps, or you know... the norm. That, uh, the norm is defied by society. So, like, you know, whatever, man. doesn't <laughs> have to be necessarily considered the norm. Yeah, well, man. My, my petulant outburst paid off. I just got a text from, from a Mr. Gates Daniel claiming to be a good fan of the show... He uh, he requests a cougar slap. Oh well, it's uh. not called that, and absolutely not. Your friend uh, doesn't run the show. Man, is that like the? 
Really, doesn't 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 the customer run the product? Yeah, but no. you're not the customer. No, you don't listen to these. I'm listening to it currently. You're speaking it now. That's I like di- I did get a I did get a text from our from our fan in question though. Love you too, anonymous. What? Who are you talking about? Anonymous. Like yeah. the the group? Yeah. Oh no somebody's... no not fortune. Oh 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 somebody somebody one of one our of our anonymous. I yes I know who you're talking. The about. anonymous that sits deep within all of our hearts. Correct. I I'm there. I feel that. Thank you, person, listening. Yeah, we love you. We love you. <laughs> Welcome to Costco. I love, I love you. Zodiacus <laughs> <laughs> is a great movie. Um. So yeah, we we have about like 15 minutes. Um. Honestly, is there anything? Uh, there's a few. Other, I have a few other things that might interest you guys. Uh, one of them uh, we just might want to bring up for a hot second is uh, GameStop suffered heavy losses this year. And even though we did talk <laughs> about it earlier in the year, and we were talking about like speculation, uh, according to their own internal things, they've lost over. Uh, they reported a four hundred and eighty-eight point six million dollar loss. <laughs> I'm honestly surprised they didn't implode when Steam and downloadable content on Xbox and PlayStation became a thing. Yeah, I mean it's a good place for people to go and get gifts of games, like hard copies. Yeah, it also warned that the that Christmas don't. sales that Christmas sales will be below expectations due to a drop in pre-owned aggress and then aggressive sales activity and the underperformance of specific titles. Oh man. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Blame the titles, GameStop. Let me put it this way. If GameStop is a good enough company, uh, they might see this as a sign and maybe change their ways. Well, they are actually. They're starting to ramp up like merchandising. That's what they're starting to become. Really? So they're converting themselves into like weird pseudo hot topics. Yes, I've noticed that they've they've picked up a, they have they have walls of Funko Pop figurines. Oh, yeah, oh. which. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they're getting to that. Oh, oh, they also have God, those ex- I'm, I'm, obscenely expensive video game minifigures. They have like a glass case in almost every GameStop, but they got like four or five of them. Really, really they look nice. Ones. Yeah, they're like oh, oh, over a hundred bucks at least each one. Um, yeah, I guess some are eighty if you're lucky. But yeah, they've they've turned into you know merch stores as much as just video game stores. Which honestly, yeah. I, I'm not. A, I'm, it's adapting. I'm actually not as opposed to that. I'm like, I was like, okay. It's, it's one thing they would have over Steam, so I support it. I was like, physical merch, because it's like, yeah, a lot of these games do come out with some, like, some cool pre-order stuff, and, like, be kind of cool, like, if I could go and purchase some of that cool pre-order stuff, not with a big bundle of stuff, but maybe on its own. Maybe, I'd, yeah. Yeah. I have access to it. It'd be kind of cool. I'd also like for them to update their business practices. What do you mean? Do you mean the... The whole, you know, not giving me money for my games. <laughs> well, because you see, GameStop has to turn a profit, Tyler. Sure they do. They need to make money. I also think if I turn in like 200 games at one time, which I've done before. What? I should make above like 20 or $30. Did you not You make... carried 200 games in the GameStop? It was a lot. It's not too... It was, it was a, a good... big bag or a lots of, well, of games. Well... It may not have been exactly 200, but I know it was a, a lot considering my dad's own video games from a long time ago. A significant oh, amount. Oh, retro ones as well. Well, like, well, like two, older consoles. Yeah, I assume like X, original Xbox era stuff. Like nothing well, we, old enough that it's like a collector's edition, but like... Eh, I mean... Yeah, yeah if you had really old vintage stuff, you, you'd have better places to sell those than GameStop. Like eBay. Might, yeah. Oh, yeah, but... 
Well, that's the other thing. It's like that's where that's where it's going to be now. eBay and Amazon was like where you're going to see. That's where the the used the physical used game market has migrated to, and so now GameStop just kind of doesn't even doesn't even have anything anymore. Um, but yeah, I'm not heartbroken. So, I, I we'll see. I, I'm not heartbroken either. And like I, I enjoyed GameStop when I was younger, but it's also because like I didn't really have any other frame of reference, and I also didn't know how hard they were ripping me off. Because they're ripping me off, they were ripping me off pretty hard. Come to think of it, I have a lot of GameStop points. I should cash those in before they go under. Yeah, that's a good <laughs> idea. Yeah, you probably should. Free switch? Don't mind if I do. I don't think you can do that. Why not? I am pretty sure GameStop wouldn't allow that. Why? What? Even if I have enough points? There, there's there's not enough points in the world to afford a switch. That like is a, bogus. What? We'll we'll just have to find out then. I I doubt it pretty hard. Disgusting. Disgusting indeed. So yeah, um, this so GameStop itself is. Eh, I'm not I'm not sad. No no tears will be shed. Maybe I haven't one. actually bought anything from a GameStop in years. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, like, but the the issue is that, like, people said this in, at the beginning of 2018, and people said this, like, during 2017, but GameStop still hasn't gone down. The ship's sinking, but it's not under. Not under yet. They're trying their darndest to keep afloat. They have a lot of duct tape. They have quite a bit. So much so that the ship is now duct tape. Until it splits in half, much like the Titanic or the Roman Emperor Empire. I mean... I like the image of the Roman Emperor being split in half. I mean, that that happened too, probably. I'm sure. I'm sure at some point. Um, but yeah, we there's quite a bit still to do. And I think that some of these games will at least... Uh, we'll see. We'll see what they have in store for us. Well... To end the year, yes, I think I have the perfect topic to talk about what I really hope is resolved. Is it Roadhog? Do you want Roadhog to be unnerfed again? I will continue <laughs> to fight this battle. <laughs> I'm very glad that I was able to guess that. Good. You don't even play Overwatch anymore. You, hence why. <laughs> wow, well, start playing when they unnerf Roadhog. They ruined my boy. <laughs> And what? it's just not the same. What do you what? What it's do you mean it's not the same? Not the As a Zenyatta man, I'm I'm quite happy about that. It's not the same. <laughs> Big Street Pig ain't as good as he used to be. Big Street Pig boy. Roadhog, Street Pig. <sighs> do you you pour one out for Roadhog every night? Yeah. Couple that's, couple forties for Roadhog. Yeah, really. That's what the what is this? What is this show? But a, a a grab at nostalgia and us moaning about how things aren't the way they used to be. Uh, at yes. the center of all complaining. It's like we're getting older. Yeah, as the music stops. The, huh. It's like it's like the existential dread is slowly closing in on us, and we can do nothing. Time. But, Time keeps coming, and it don't stop coming. And it don't stop coming, and it don't stop coming, and it don't stop coming. Yes. And it don't stop coming. Yes. Just like our shills. If you're you're ever bored or in an unpleasant place, you can remember that same existential dread that time will constantly keep flowing, and you eventually will get out of that boring place. And while you listen to that, and 
you know, if you're contemplating uh, this horrifying existential dread alone, rest assured that you can be comforted by the many voices of this podcast that you can find online. On SoundCloud. On SoundCloud. SoundCloud. And eventually YouTube. Coming to YouTube and Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Pixel Hunt Radio Show. We gotta do skits as well? Uh, Nope. Yes. I think we gotta do skits. I think we should. ridiculous. Okay, you've convinced me. Gates and I will act in them. No, it's, uh, we, the, the, well, maybe. Well, 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 I will act. Tyler will do things. (laughs) I will perform art. I'll have you know... I'm about to pass a theater class. Oh, okay. a single theater oh, class? Oh, oh, I know. You are, oh, but, oh, oh. Are you all but philistines, Excuse me, mister. Me. I took some psychology classes. Please, let me psychoanalyze you. I'm an expert of the mind, you know. <laughs> Please, you're going, you're going up against a champion of the mind. <laughs> don't you know who I am? I'm the Tyler Durham. The Tyler Durham Pixelunt. You fool. You ingrate. <laughs> philistines. <laughs> ah. Can't believe I have to deal with the likes of you. I'm on a radio show, you know. I'm going to my angry dome. <laughs> it's just my room. <laughs> square. To the anger square. Of squanger. Squanger. <laughs> oh, we're so idiots. Where I go to be squangry. We, we are purely, we are morons. <laughs> we are absolute morons. And I am amazed every single day or every single week that we are able to like talk about these things. This show is just a means for an end for yeah. us to go ahead and entertain ourselves. This is true. And we, <laughs> we can only hope that other people are entertained by our nonsense and ramblings. I like to tell myself that our conversations are interesting, but that Someone? might just be because I'm talking in them. Well, yeah. And I, interesting to me, I mean. Oh, well, maybe if you listen to the show more often, sir. Sir? Hmm? Senator? I mean, you got a point. I haven't visited our SoundCloud once. What a monster. I can't believe... You haven't even chilled out. I visited it... Okay, okay. Visited, <laughs> I, okay, I did visit it once. Oh. And that was it. One time. A single Gosh. time. Kind of a weirdo doesn't enjoy listening to his own voice on yeah. SoundCloud. <laughs> I like to just sit alone in my room, naked, listening to this alone. I don't know who's giving you the rights. Go ahead and dox me now. But it's... <laughs> I like to erase everything from the tracks but my voice. And sit home alone, that's naked, actually, sipping brandy. That's exactly what I do. I just listen. I isolate only my voice. And I'm just like, yep. And we're just going... Oh, that's smooth. That'd oh. be especially bad on my part. Like, considering you're the one introducing all the topics and there'd be no context right, to so me talking to myself. you going like, hmm, yeah. Ner- Unnerf Roadhog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all, all you keep in are like the, the vaguely satisfied sounds of agreements we wake. Okay, but Oh, it's so stupid. Oh, we're so dumb. Alright. We are we're closing in. Gates. I'd like to say for the record that I don't think I'm dumb. Yeah, 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 yeah. Congratulations, Gates, you oh, got it. Yes! Where's the other half? Yes. Oh. oh, end the yes. year off with a bang. Thank you, everybody. Slap that cougar. Yeah, it's it's so ridiculous. I'm very glad that I was able to do this. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, we've been uh, Pixel Hunt. We'll be back after uh, the when the semester starts in mid-January, mid to late Jan- January. We'll see you then. So, Metaphorically yeah. speaking, of uh, course, well, we will be here in a small room. Of course, of course. But once again, we wouldn't be able to do what we do without you guys. Thank you for everything. Do you guys have anything else to say at the end? Take care, all of my favorite peoples. Happy Christmas came early for me.
And it came in the form of a slapped cougar. And a boom. Thank you. Good the night. boom was incidental. I just wanted the cougar slap. I mean, but like, can you prove that the cougar was explicitly slapped, or was it just enticed into making that noise? And that's where we'll leave you. Good night, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs>